Today in Science from Wired. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Science from Wired. Can Gambia turn the tide to save its shrinking beaches? In an economically developing country reliant on tourism, the rapidly eroding smiling coast shows the urgent need for action on climate change. By Lizzie Davies. This story appeared in The Guardian and is part of the Climate Desk collaboration. When Saiku Demba was a young man starting out in the hospitality business, he opened a little hotel on the Gambian coast called the Lebato and ran a beach bar on the wide expanse of golden sand, The hotel is still there, a relaxed spot where guests can lie in hammocks beneath swaying palm trees and stroll along shell-studded pathways. But the beach bar is not. At high tide, Demba reckons it would be about five or six meters into the sea. The first year, the tide came in high, but it was okay, he says. The second year, the tide came in high, but it was okay. The third year, I came down one day and the bar wasn't there. Half of it went into the sea. That was in the 1980s before most people had even heard of the greenhouse effect. But to Demba, 71, and many others like him, it was obvious, even then, that things were changing. The sea was coming in further and further every year, and the coastline, bit by bit, was crumbling. Now the Lebato has lost not only its beach bar, but at high tide, its beach. The sea comes right up to the bottom of the terrace and splashes over the top. The erosion of the coastline is clearly visible in the cracked paving stones and exposed roots of the coconut trees. The seagrass that used to carpet the ocean floor has gone. Those grasses were protecting the sea, but there are no more now, says Demba. I also used to see turtles, big turtles. Now, none. We are in a very sad situation. All along the 50-mile coastline of Gambia, Africa's smallest mainland country, Hotels and guest houses are facing similar pressures, and in a developing country where tourism makes up about 20% of GDP and employs tens of thousands of people, it could not be more important that they withstand them. We have already learned the lesson from COVID-19. Tourism is very, very important for the country, says Al Fasani, first office manager of the Kairaba Hotel, one of the two most luxurious in the country. After a prolonged absence during the pandemic, European tourists are starting to return to Gambia, even if the numbers appear significantly low. Sene hopes COVID soon becomes history. The threat posed to the industry by the climate crisis, however, is more formidable in the long term. 
and no one appears to have found a solution that works for all. On the beaches of the Keraba and Senegambia hotels, the beating heart of Gambia's smiling coast tourism industry, a barrier of rocks has been laid that runs for several hundred meters along the shoreline, stopping the waves from encroaching too far. When the tide is low, the beach is still big, and in the age of COVID, quite empty, but at high tide, it is a narrow strip of sand. That is not enough to put most people off. Taking a stroll in the sunshine, with the waves lapping about her feet, Anne 80, on her 15th Gambian holiday, says the barrier doesn't bother her at all. They've got to maintain the beauty they've got. It would be a shame for it to go, says 80, from Dewsbury, West Yorkshire in the UK. The rocks are effective, but Lamine Coma, head of Coastal and Marine Environment at Gambia's National Environment Agency, is clear about the project's limitations. You cannot protect the entire coast with rocks. You cannot do that, he says. Coma, who is developing a coastal management plan for the Ministry of Environment, Climate Change and Natural Resources, wants the country to focus more on boosting its natural defenses, for example, planting coconut trees and mangroves, which can help keep sand in place and absorb carbon in the process. Putting in hard structures, yes, it's fine, but it's very expensive, and it only serves maybe a period of time, Coma says. The other thing that needs to change is the country's expectation that donor partners will foot the bill, he adds. We cannot keep relying on donors. We have to have mechanisms in place, he says. Over at the Lebato, where Demba breaks off from an afternoon feast of watermelon to talk to the Guardian, he seems to tune with this mindset. Not for him, the rock barriers or seawalls. I have my plan, planting coconut trees, he says. He has already planted dozens, and there are more to come. But although hopeful and ambitious, Demba is also angry that for more than three decades he has seen the climate crisis coming and nothing has been done to stop it. I don't think they're listening to us, he says, standing beside his crumbling terrace, referring to the political leaders meeting at the most recent COP26. That woman from Sweden, I think, Greta Thunberg, they have to listen to the message she is giving the world. Not for us now, I'm 71, but the young people. Climate change is real. The floods, the fire, they are real, but we have no power to do anything about them. We are the victims, we in Africa, and we are powerless. We just want our children to have a future. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.